The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard, and I am your host, Ty Maynard. And our topic today is advance your sales success with an effective online visibility strategy. And as you know, those of you who've been listening for a while now, our goal every week is to help you, to assist you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and even life. And let's face it. There are so many different mediums out there for social media. Uh, it's, it's virtually hard to keep up with. Which ones do you use? Uh, what's your most relevant? Should you engage in all of them and spend five or six hours a day trying to keep relevant? Uh, some of them, or should you just throw up your hands and say none of them? Uh, and what I brought, did today was bring some individuals who can give us clarity. Uh, on how to use the social media or social medium to improve our visibility and develop new customers, create customer loyalty, find business and find business now. I have a saying, everything's funny when you're making more money. So that's the goal. And my guests tonight are Jim Patterson and Mike Barnes. And let me give you a little bit of information about each one. Uh, Jim Patterson writes and speaks on the online marketing topics that he works with every day as the CEO of two companies launching marketing tools, products, and a direct sales opportunity. These topics are more than just a theory for Jim. The 30-plus years that Jim has spent in all of the areas of sales, marketing, and training has given him a unique perspective on applying these skills across any and all industries. From sporting goods, retail stores, banking, insurance, he runs the gamut. And he's going to share some of that knowledge, that knowledge base with us tonight. And Mike Barnes, founder of SEO Alien, is a national speaker as well. A search engine and social media marketer that is dedicated to helping his customers reach the highest in optimization. I've always looked at that SEO stuff basically as some type of wizardry. And, Mike, hopefully you'll give us some insight tonight. But Mike has been pushing the frontier on the online marketing possibilities and is always seeking new opportunities that can make the Internet work for any industry, any customer. He's always taking advantage of the Internet marketing possibilities, and his online techniques help him and his clients go to the top. Mike, Jim, thank you very much for being on the show. You're welcome, Ty. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know, and 
I I'm involved. Obviously, you have to be involved today in some aspect with social media. Uh, and there's so many experts on there, so many people saying some of the same things, a lot of different things. You know, tell, give us some perspective. Uh, what social media sites should business owners be on, sales professionals be on? Um, help us develop an, an online marketing foundation and strategy tonight. That's uh that's an awesome question. Uh, what sites should you be on? And I, I think to answer that, um, you really have to focus on what your niche is because there's you have macro sites, which obviously you should be on, and those are Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, um, LinkedIn sites like that. And there's a plethora of what I call micro social media sites, and. You, you need to concentrate on the major ones, but you cannot forget the micro sites. And when you, when you put it all together, they're quite easy to manage. And that's just all creating your strategy and building what I call the matrix. The matrix. Okay. All right. Jim, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, the, he's absolutely right. Uh, I spend a lot of my time when, when Mike and I do things together saying, you know, I got to agree with Mike. <laughs> be, be like Mike and agree with Mike because he's absolutely right. And there, there's one very powerful site on the that kind of crosses boundaries on both sides, but it really these days it's the macro sites that you've really got to be on, and that's Pinterest because that is a site that is driving more traffic than any other site, including YouTube. So very, very powerful. And but the other thing that Mike was saying there that's very, very important is the one word strategy because if you come with it all this without a strategy that you're implementing then you are just going to essentially end up wasting a whole lot of time and not be able to accomplish any goals because if you don't have a roadmap and know where you want to get to then you're not going to get anywhere okay now i heard i heard a term and and i heard a term micro sites tell me more what for 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 us lay people, exactly what is a ma- a micro site? I got macro. Give us some examples <laughs> of micro sites. Well, back in nine, or excuse me, I was going to say nineteen ninety six. Back in two thousand five, two thousand six, um, actually before Twitter or Facebook were even around, um, when I created the the, the uh, company SEO Alien, um, it, it was because I was looking at what a lot of these search engine optimization experts were doing and what they were charging and I thought it was literal snake oil. Um, A lot of these companies that do this and there are some good ones out there, don't get me wrong but for the most part SEO today is is, uh, not anything more than just creating social profiles and Mm -hmm and creating um, on what I call micro social media sites. Now, back in 1996, this is how I did my SEO, and I could post on these micro sites and actually get to the very top of the search engines by doing it. And most, many people may have heard of them as bookmarking sites, um, sites like StumbleUpon, uh, Reddit, um, Folked, which is F-O-K-D, F-O-L-K-D, I apologize, uh, Digo, Delicious, 
um, sites like that, and, and there's a plethora of them out there, but the ones I just named are, are some of the most popular ones that I use. And there's another one out there that I've been using for quite a while that's gaining a lot of attention for sharing is called Scoop It, and that's uh, scoop.it if you'd like to research that. But uh, these are what I call microsites, and for, for a lot of these sites, you can build it and create a real professional profile that gets indexed by Google. It gives you a natural backlink to your website, and a lot of these sites as well, you can run feeds from your blog into those microsites. So as soon as you post something to your blog, it immediately goes out to all of these little microsites. And the important part here is because these are still very much social sites, what ends up happening is when one of your friends or followers or whatever the vernacular of that particular site is goes through and sees something that you had posted and says, wow, I think that's cool or I think that's important or very relevant in some way, and then they share it, it ends up getting more legs and it travels onto their feed and then it's exposed to their friends and their friends. And this is what the, the genius behind what Mike uh, had put together with this idea, what he calls his matrix, because these days, really, this is what Google is tracking. How, how, much, how much does the content that you're posting have legs? How many times is it getting shared? What type of content is it that is getting shared, and how far-reaching does it become? So in essence, what Google is saying is, we're going to let you, the public, tell us what's the most important, and that's what's going to get to the top of the search engines. That's all other things being equal. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, there are a couple of things I'm going to go back on also, uh, because as, as I mentioned, we have we run the gamut as far as the knowledge base of people listening. Uh, some people are brand new to starting a business and may even not be as uh, adept in, in knowledge on the Internet. So you said SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization. Uh, what is that all about for, for the layperson? Why is that so important to uh, a business that they have the ultimate in search engine optimization? Well, I want, I'll make sure that there's no misunderstanding on one fact, and that is over 80% of everybody that will find you online will find you on Google. They don't find you through your social media sites unless they find you on Google a lot of the times. Um, in fact, there's uh, even on Facebook, um, less than 2%, in fact, it's much lower than that, but <laughs> less than 2% of people ever go back to your Facebook page. It's there for credibility. People are going to find you on Google, over 80%. In fact, my statistics on a lot of my websites, over 90% of the traffic that comes to my website is from Google. And that is why internet, uh, um, why article marketing and posting articles is so important for your business and learning how to optimize those articles so they get to the top of the search engines for searches that people are doing. And, and a lot of people, I think, also misunderstand how people search on the Internet. Um, and, and they're searching just like you would talk. Like, what is the best pizza place? Or what is the best shoe store? And, and 
and once they find you, once once they find your company, the second thing people typically do is search your company name on Google. And if you can dominate the first five pages of Google, that just reeks credibility. So it's that know, like, and trust factor that uh, building a good online presence can do for you. Okay. All right. Because I think you kind of answered my question. So I was going to ask, so why is would this be important to uh, the average business person? Why would it be important to a salesperson for their, their name or their product to come up consistently? You answered that. You answered that. Um, one of the other things you mentioned, and I'd like to cover this. We have a couple of minutes before break, but so if you can get started with this. Pinterest. Pinterest. I mean, I, I've had several people on and they all mentioned Pinterest, but no one yet has really explained what Pinterest is or what Pinterest does or the value. So if you could get that started and maybe we could take that back up on the other side of the break, I'd greatly appreciate it. Jim or Mike? Uh, let, let me dive in on that one because I've kind of uh, really found a lot of ways to take advantage of this site and it really kind of has caught my imagination. Pinterest is a social site that, you know, basically you have friends and followers and you're following different people and you're posting content. Most of the content that you will post on Pinterest is going to be in the form of images and pictures. They, you can also post other types of content there as well, such as most notably videos, PowerPoint presentations, and even, and this is a very little known fact, you can post uh, PDF documents there as well that people can scroll all the way through and they will have their their uh, links, active links on them and everything. But for the most part, people should concentrate on the fact that it is a place to post images and some videos on what they call boards. Think of them as bulletin boards based on topic. Now, does that mean that there are no words there if we're talking about pictures? No, you can and should brand those images with either your company name, the uh, URL to your website, or even both in many cases. And I know that a lot of people have done very well uh, posting images that are essentially stylized quotations or words, or what is called infographics, which is a very large image that gives a lot of statistics on a subject as well. These get shared around on social sites more than just about any other kind of topic and drive just a ton of targeted traffic to your websites. Okay. All right. We're going to we're going to pause there and I, I appreciate that's good insight and and when we come back I want you to share if you can think of a story of or maybe even one of your clients, you don't have to give the name, who's using that and they're getting results because right now we're talking theory, but I want them to understand or see the application that someone actually applied and, and they're getting benefits from it. So it's time for us to take a short break. This is Ty Maynard and you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. My guest today is Jim Patterson. And also his partner, Mike. And we will talk to you again on the other side of the break. Thank you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Mayner. And my guest today is Mike Barnes and Jim Patterson. They're partners in online marketing and SEO uh, strategic they're experts regarding how to get the visibility to take your business to the next level. And our topic today is advance your sales sex with sales success with an effective online visibility strategy. Now, before the break, we were talking about some of the different social mediums and how they could be effective. And we were talking in theory, and one of the, uh, the things I challenged Jim and Mike with before we took the break was to give us some examples so we could take theory to actual applications. So, uh, Mike, Jim, which one of you like to start? Give us some uh, some actual uh, examples with maybe clients or yourself where you've, you've used this and it's, and it's really generated some type of uh, measurable result. Well, let's jump back just one step. And when we're talking about building your online foundation, I think one of the most important things that any online marketer can do is have a blog and post articles and become the expert. And you got to remember, it's not your customer's job to remember that you're in business. And, and that's one of the really neat things about social media is it gives you an avenue to be in front of your customers and, and remind them that you're in business. And a great way to do that is by article marketing. Now, just 
using one of my own examples, um, about two years ago and recently, um, Twitter changed what they call is uh, their RSS feed. Now, I'm not going to get too in-depth in RSS feeds, but basically it's a way to post from here to there. But um, as I am actually doing one of my customers' websites, Twitter changed their policy, and I couldn't find the RSS feed for Twitter. So I immediately wrote an article on how to find, I defined the solution, obviously. So when I did, I wrote an article on it. And if you were to Google how to find your Twitter RSS feed, I'm either going to be number one, two, or three out of 725 million possible results for that search phrase. And this is what's important. You have become the expert in your industry. Obviously, you know your industry better than anybody. If there's any trends changing, if anything changes in your industry, you need to become the expert and tell people about it. Because what will happen is other people are going to be asking the same questions. And they get on Google and they ask. That article, How to Find Your Twitter RSS Feed, has literally driven, in two years, almost a million hits to my website. Mm. And you cannot buy that kind of advertising. Okay. Okay. That's an excellent example. Excellent. Okay, I got that one loud and clear. Okay, excellent. And that's a great one because here we are two years later, and I know from talking with Mike about that particular situation that he continues to get a substantial amount of traffic from that specific article. Wow. Okay, so what about Pinterest? This is, uh, how long has Pinterest been around now? Is this the uh, Johnny come lately? Uh, do you have an example of how you or someone has used that and there were measurable results? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, Mike and I do uh, webinars every week about online marketing and uh, they're kind of, we have a lot of structure to them, but at the same time, if we get struck by something in the middle of it, we'll kind of try something out. And we've done this a few times. And one of the things was I mentioned before that on Pinterest you can post not just uh, images, which is, I would say, probably about 80% of what gets posted there, but you can also do um, uh, videos and PowerPoint presentations as well as PDFs. And we went ahead and while we were on the webinar, we gave an example using a PDF. And Mike just happened to have just completed a PDF file that he had not yet posted online. And so he went ahead and, and, and followed the instructions and we did it right there live in the webinar. And the, the long and the short of it was we got through the webinar at the end of, of, the, of the time. Usually our webinars go anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half long. Sometimes we'll really stretch our legs and go about two hours. But uh, in this particular case, we got done in about an hour and a half. And Mike and I both being kind of night owls, we finished up. And uh, about an hour, hour and a half later, he came up on, on uh, one of the chat programs we had open and said, Hey, Jim, go and take a look at what you showed me how to do with that PDF file. And so I went and looked at the page where he had posted the PDF. And in the hour and a half, two hours since he had posted it, 200 people had read that PDF file. Wow. So the, the, the traffic 
power that you get from posting something to Pinterest is just incredible because, quite frankly, he had done absolutely nothing else to promote that item. He hadn't had time to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and another and little another trick that we, good we analog, uh, a good example of a client who's in the shoe business, mm. and they had their blog. They were doing everything social media wise, and they were they were making sales. But as soon as they opened the Pinterest account, um, they'd post pictures of shoes, and their sales went up well over fifty percent. And it was all from Pinterest because people were sharing those images of shoes that link back to that shoe store. And I, um, I can't remember the name of the shoe store, but I did. I, I read that article, um, and, and the customer was talking about it, and they showed their results. So just by sharing images, if you're in the hot sauce business, share images of hot sauce. Um, if you're in the real estate business, share images of houses, of pretty houses that link back to your website, and you'll be amazed at how many people will actually repin those, share those, and they're all technically backlinks to your website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm those were all those were good examples and we have a lot of people listening from around the world who have products. At the same time, I do know I have people uh listening to us who have services. Do you have anything what would you say? I hate to put you on the spot. But how could someone who provides a service use Pinterest, or, or, or are they out in the cold because it's a no, service? No, absolutely not. I mean, this this is where it um, when you post an article on your blog, and this is really so important. Why blogs are so important because you can share that article on Pinterest by sharing the image that you use on that article. So what you really want to do is when you when you create your article is make a uh, you know make an attractive image for that article and as soon as you post it then all you do is pin it to your Pinterest account and it okay. pulls in the image and 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 then as soon as that image is posted on your Pinterest account people can click the image and it drives them right back to that article which is on your blog Okay. As well as the fact that now we've, um, Mike and I talk a lot about various types of strategies, and one we talk about all the time is to uh, build your business by giving away your business. You can establish yourself as an authority in your business niche by teaching people the secrets that you use to do what you do. Show that you're generous with the knowledge that you have. And that's another very, very good, th- a good way to use Pinterest is to build what is called an image called an infographic that is its own little tutorial teaching you how to do something, whether it's how to change out the, uh, the O-rings on a, a sink diverter if you're a plumber or something like this. And you can break it down into images and very simple steps and post it on there. Now, if you want to see some examples of that, just go to Pinterest.com and in the upper corner, search for infographics. And you'll and just go through and see what other people have done, and you'll see that it's very, very simple. And you can build those right if, if you've got a, a piece of software that builds a PowerPoint presentations. Um, if you don't have PowerPoint, you can get a free uh, version of it, uh, not, not a PowerPoint itself, but the, the, something that does similar uh, presentations from OpenDesk 
or just from Google Drive in your presentation creator. And those are both completely free of charge to use. I'm, I'm glad you just threw in the word Google Drive, <laughs> the words Google Drive, because I think after our next break, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to just share a little bit about Google Plus and where it's going and all the wonderful tools that Google Plus offers um, when it comes to list building, um, to sharing, to building PowerPoints. Uh, Google is changing the future of Internet marketing. Wow. Okay. I, I I think they'll definitely be interested in that. And, you know, I think we have a, a minute or two before, well, we have a couple of minutes. If if you want to tee it up for us to come back after the break, go ahead and take a minute and, and, and kind of wet their whistle so they'll hang on and, and be here when we get back from the break. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you a, a, a real short story. Um, I took a a, a video. And I wanted to upload it to my YouTube account, and I was doing it through my Droid on my phone. Well, I didn't want it to go live right away, but I did want to upload it. So one of my choices was I could upload it to Google Drive. And I thought, well, let me try this out. So I uploaded it to Google Drive, and as I was, I logged into Google Drive. Now, for those of you that may have never logged in, it wasn't long ago where all Google Drive was was that you could share documents and edit documents. Well, I logged into Google Drive, and I was absolutely blown away by all the tools uh, that they had available for um, online marketers. And then I really got interested in Google+. Plus and saw what they were doing. And six months ago, Jim, um, I predicted that Google Plus was going to be the, the next on uh, the social media network. Now, just real, real, real quick before the break, um, Got 30 I, don't seconds, believe, go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't believe Google Plus wants to be a social media network. They're more of a hybrid between social media and, and search. And and that's why um, it's so important now than ever to be on Google+. And after the break, I'll share with you why Google+, is giving the early adopters a huge, huge benefit. Okay. That was, uh, that was good. That was perfect, Mike. You've teed it up, and now they can't wait for us to come back. So it's, it's time for us to take another short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something on the Voice America Business Channel. And my guests tonight are today are Mike Barnes and Jim Patterson. They're helping us come up with our online visibility strategy. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you again on the other side of the break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Business owners, do you run your business or does your business run you? Put yourself on the road to success by tuning in to Success Unchained with hosts Anthony and Julie McGloin. At last, discover how to overcome your biggest challenges, take control of your business, and achieve the results you've always dreamed of. Find out how with our resident master business coach and world-class guest experts. Transform the nine key areas of your business and unchain your true potential. Tune in Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. 
Our workplace is dynamically changing. How do you stay ahead of the curve with respect to learning and training? Tune in every week to The Future of Workforce Learning and Development with host Pamela Robinson. You'll learn about real-world strategies, solutions, and resources that will showcase these changes and keep you ready for what's next. The Future of Workforce Learning and Development is heard live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hello there. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. And my guests today are Jim Patterson and Mike Barnes. And they're helping me break this thing down so we can get a handle on to social media, how to use it to get exposure, to create customer loyalty, to grow our business, to make more money because everything's funny when you're making more money. Okay, Mike, you teed it up at the uh, on the before we went into the break, and you were talking about Google Drive, Google Plus, and it's just amazing to me. These names weren't even around. Who knows? Maybe ten years ago or eight years ago, and now we have Pinterest, and it list just keeps continuing. But share with us. Um, I guess a way to create you you mentioned something about a matrix before, so how do you create this google friendly matrix? How do you tie all of this together well that's that's a great question i I have a couple analogies on this one, but your blog needs to be the center of attention, and if you can think of uh, you know you go to a, a big festival or a big fair, they have the big top that's in the middle of the fairgrounds. That's not done by accident. The other thing that's not done by accident is the exits to that big top. When you exit the big top, your top uh, money-making rides, your top money-making concessions are at the exit to to the big top. Well, think of your blog as the big top. So when people find your articles online through the search engines, they come to the big top and they can only exit out of where you tell them to. So you have your your macro uh, social media sites like YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, which are the exits. 
so it's real important that you have the strategy that your Twitter page has, you know, not the identical posts that are on your Facebook page. Um, treat Twitter a little bit differently. Treat Facebook a little bit differently. But your blog is the center of attention. Now, with, with Google+, Plus, when you go to create your profile, your business profile, you can attach all of your social media sites to your profile. And it automatically tells Google, hey, wait a minute, this website's connected to this. This is connected to this. This is connected to this. So why fight Google? <laughs> um, you will lose. <laughs> so do what Google wants you to do. If Google actually put out a bulletin tomorrow morning that said I should eat asparagus for breakfast, I'm sorry, I'm going to eat asparagus for breakfast. But <laughs> there's a lot of other reasons why Google Plus is changing the way that we market. And Jim, I think, you know, uh, what is it, uh, the uh, author? Oh, yeah, yeah. Google authorship is so important. Uh, those of us in the SEO business or search engine optimization, just a few years ago, we were all concerned about our, the page rank of our websites. We were concerned about the page rank of the sites where we were posting our content, you know, the social media sites. And PageRank was a, a, a score of from 0 to 10 that Google would assign as a grade to a website selling, to telling what the relative importance of it was. And that is still somewhat important, but not near as important as it used to be. I mean, you know, a brand new website would have a PageRank of 0, and Facebook and YouTube are 10s, you know, to give you uh, an idea of how that falls. But now we're looking at something called Google Authorship and Author Rank. And one of the ways that you can help to establish yourself and get a stronger rank to your, your own content in Google's eyes is by tying this all together. Now we talked a little bit earlier about how Mike had gotten, uh, has, has gotten consistently over the past two years a ton of uh, traffic off of that article that he wrote about how to find your Twitter RSS feed. Well, if you go ahead and search on that for Google, which think about that later and go to Google and look up, how do I find my Twitter RSS feed? And when you find Mike's article, you're going to find right there in the search engines, it's got a little thumbnail picture of Mike. That is pulled directly from the Google authorship profile picture that is all tied together. And the neat thing is, that's his profile picture on his blog. It is his profile picture on Google+. It's his profile picture, I do believe, on Twitter as well. And so there's a consistency. And as you can see, he's building a matrix. He's building something that ties it all together so that Google, whether Google comes across that information or any of his information on Twitter, on Pinterest, on, uh, on Google+, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, they know that's Mike, and they pull that picture. And therefore, he's building um, a consensus where people start to say, hey, this Mike Barnes guy, he knows his stuff about social media, and he knows his stuff about SEO. I better pay attention to this. And they okay. do. Okay, now I, I, I'm going to stop you right there because I know some of my audience, I, I'm, I'm in touch with my audience. I can feel their vibes. I know some of these uh, people listening are saying, okay, you're saying I have to do a blog. 
I have to write. I have to be do something with authorship. I don't like to write. I mean, I want to sell stuff. How much time do I have to spend writing? How much time do I have to spend on maintenance with these sites? If I do what you're telling me to do, when am I going to sell something? So how do you, how do you answer that? That is probably the number one question that Jim and I both get is the time management of what you do. Now, here's what I think the most important thing about social media to understand is don't stop. But set yourself at a controllable pace. If you want to post once a day, post once a day. If you want to post once a week, post once a week. Set your own schedule. The, uh, the most important thing here is when people go find you on social media, the worst thing, the worst thing that can possibly happen is to see a site that has not posted in a month or two or three months. It makes you look like you went out of business. Mm-hmm. So you want to post. Now, what, how often should you post? You know, I think posting once a week is fine. And you can hire, um, go to fiverr.com, and you can hire article writers to write you an article that's for your niche if you choose to. And it's, five, it's fiverr.com because it's, it's five bucks. But it, uh, you can go there and probably get four to five articles for a month, very professionally written, for uh, you know, 20 to 25 $30 a month. And you just take those articles and post them to your blog. You may need to tailor them a little bit for your own style. But overall, they're pretty much copy and paste articles. Now, the other thing is that is important, too, in this time management is, and I have a, uh, like, I used the circus tent analogy earlier. When you, I have another one with the airport traffic controller analogy. And when you set up your matrix correctly, you have terminals, like you're the airport traffic controller. You have terminal A, terminal B, terminal C, and terminal D. Um, depending on how big you get, you might have terminal G. But the point is, is that you can control very easily from terminal A, B, and C what goes where. So a real good example of this is I'm going to post an article to my blog. When you set it up correctly, automatically it posts to Facebook. It posts to Twitter. It posts to um, Google+. There's a lot of tools out there that will help you so they automatically get syndicated. So when you post one article, um, boom, it, it goes to all these different places. And then in Terminal B, it might be, okay, I need to do something different on Twitter, so I'm supplementing Twitter, and I'm supplementing LinkedIn, and I'm supplementing my Facebook page with, with, with different material. So you get your articles that go out there, boom, once a week. Well, then there's other tools out there that you can use that actually will feed content into your social media sites without you lifting a finger. You just have to set it up. Um, I saw a very good article by a very well-known social media guru that he says and he claims that he automates 80% of his social media. But I would like to put a little asterisk by that and make sure everybody understands 
if you over-automate your social media, you can automate yourself out of social media. You have to pay attention to it. And there are tools out there that allow you to do it. Now, I manage myself personally close to 50 different customers um, on on, uh, social media. I can manage 50 social media clients um, a couple hours, a couple days a week. So if you're only one company, you've got it easy. Okay. Okay. So if there was a, let's say a one-man company or let's say a salesperson who already is stressed to the hill, What's a realistic time frame for them uh, them to establish per week to keeping their, their social media relevant? Go ahead, Jim. I, I, I would really tell people what they should try and do to start with is work on doing a half an hour a day, and then after they've got things really well established, they can probably knock that down to even 15 minutes a day of just the social media part of it. Not That is not the content creation portion of it, but that can be equally uh, scaled back after a time, and once your skills get to where you are able to crank it out a little bit faster, because content marketing is kind of a a buzzword right now because it's it's all about the content. You're putting out unique content to to your sites and your uh, pages to establish yourself as the authority within your niche. Okay, right. hold that thought. Hold that thought right okay. there, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna come back to that after we take our last break. Mike and Jim, I, I joke with my audience that this is the fastest hour of the week, so uh, it's time for us to take another our last short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. My guest. This evening is Mike Barnes and Jim Patterson, and we will conclude when we come back from the break. Stay tuned. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynergroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. And my guest this today is Mike Barnes and Jim Patterson. And Jim and Mike, we have about, let's say, five minutes left to uh, before we have to wrap it up. But what I'd like for you to do is just go ahead and put some icing on the cake, some additional insights and nuggets that can help our audience use the tools to, to grow their businesses and increase sales. Sure. Uh, just before the break, we were, I was uh, talking about content marketing and how to get the most bang for your buck. In this case, your buck is your time. Uh, because the fact of the matter is people, people say, well, shoot, I don't have time to, to put together articles and also do videos and all of that. But you see, the trick there and what your most effective people are doing in this realm is repurposing that content. So if you write an article, it only really needs to be somewhere between, you know, 400 and 700 words, which isn't all that much. And then you can take that and you can turn that into a video. And you do that by just going to YouTube, going to the upload area, and there's a little button that says, you know, record a video. And then you can just conversationally read your article right into the camera, and you've got yourself a video. Now take that same content and cut and paste it onto a PowerPoint presentations, a presentation, you have another piece of content that is applicable to a different type of a place. Same content again into a PDF, you have a free report. So as you can see, you've written one thing, you've gotten four pieces of content out of it. Right. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and I think an important note on that too is, let's just say you took an hour to write an article. And let's value your time at, uh, this is averages out at $100 an hour. So if you look at that article and say, you know, gosh, I just spent an hour of my time writing that article, think about the life, lifetime of that article that's online and how many views and how much traffic that you'll get from that one article. So that one article, even though you look at it like, oh, I spent an hour doing it, Look at the lifetime of views that you can possibly get from that one article. Excellent point. Excellent point. Very good. Very good. And I'd like to give a, a, a real big golden nugget out there to businesses if you're not there already, and that's Google+. Um, Google+, Plus is now the second largest uh, social media site next to Facebook. Uh, in fact, uh, the second quarter results for 2013 is 34% of people log into Google+, Plus, 46% log into Facebook, the rest log into everything else. However, just because Google+, Plus is second place of social media networks, it's actually the number one site 
for sharing. So more articles, more content right now is getting shared on Google Plus than any place else. And the other real important note I'd like to make to the, the retailers out there is it's easier now than ever for people to connect with your business right from Google. Because when you create a Google profile for your business, people will find your Google Plus profile based on their searches on the right-hand side of the search results. So if you don't get on Google Plus now, you're, you're going to really be left behind because there's another big thing out there called circle sharing, where if you can get your business in, in a niche, in, in what's called a circle share, where there could be up to 400 plus uh, businesses or people that are similar to you, people go out there and find these circle shares and add them to their circles, uh, which is like friends on Facebook, and immediately you get added to all these other people's circles. What is the relevance of that? When they're logged into Google+, and they do a search, your results, because they're following you, because they're in, because you're in their circles, your results will be mag magnified a hundred times, and you'll be on the first page of Google so easily because you're in other people's circles. Okay. Okay. That's excellent. Hey, fantastic show. Thank you very much. You've given me a lot of uh, information. Now I have to go research. Thank you. I thought I was going to get a break Saturday morning. Not. <laughs> not. So, but at any rate, uh, Jim, Mike, a wealth of knowledge, obviously. Uh, give the audience some ways they can stay connected to you. They can reach out to you if they have additional questions or even if they want to use your services. Well, the first thing that they should do, I would say, would be to join us on uh, on our webinars. We do weekly online marketing webinars, and you can find the information about that as well as see archives of previous episodes at bestonlinemarketingwebinar.com. <laughs> okay. And, and, yeah, and we have that. we have tons of uh, archived hours and hours of archived videos in there that you can watch at your own pace. And literally, we bring it to the third. And Jim and I always talk about this. We like to bring it to the third grade level. If a third grader cannot understand what we're saying, then then we didn't do a very good job. Now, <laughs> I know there's people out there with a wealth of uh, education, but at the same time, we we try to make it so simple uh, for people to get the results that they're looking for on these webinars. Well, you know, yeah. Einstein said that, said that if you can't make something understandable to a five-year-old, then you really don't understand it yourself. Okay. I like that. That that might be posted at some point. <laughs> and, and I'll give Albert Einstein the credit the first couple of times. Uh, <laughs> the first couple of times. There you go. Like but, but, hey, thank you very much. Mike and Jim for being on the show and, and audience, hopefully we, we accomplished what we set out to do with, to give you some ideas on how to advance your sales success with an effective online visibility strategy. Obviously, we, we, we scratched the surface. Uh, check out their website. If you get an opportunity, uh, participate in their web, their webinars, listen to some of the archive ones and we're going to continue to bring you insightful shows 
that can help you win more business, improve your margin, margins, shorten the sales cycle, and just plain make more money. Thanks again. We look forward to speaking to you next week on another show. But in the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Take care. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.